Hello and welcome everybody to the Verdant Growth Daily, where we give you the news, tips, and tools you need to live echo. My goal is to help put you in the right mindset to live more in line with your own values and to change your life to make it more fulfilling, sustainable, and balanced. All in just 10 unedited minutes a day. My name's Eugene and this is episode 37. And today I wanted to talk about the fossil fuel industry, and specifically a tactic that they use called deflection. Now, this is something that comes up a lot when you start talking about individual action. What can you do as an individual to change your footprint on the planet, to change your effect on the planet, to make your carbon footprint or your ecological footprint on the planet better? And basically, the debate stems from this question of where does the blame fall for all the greenhouse gas emissions and all the other kinds of pollutants that humans have emitted into the environment? Does it fall on us as individuals? Because we're the ones who are actually doing things. We're driving the cars. We're riding the airplanes. We're buying the plastic-filled things. Does it fall on governments for allowing it to happen? They're the gatekeepers, right? They're the ones who set the laws and the standards. So is it their fault? Does the blame fall on them? Or does it fall on the industries that do all of the emitting of the pollutions? The ones who encourage us to use more gasoline and to buy more plastic products. Who has the responsibility for all of the pollutants that we have put out into the environment? This often becomes a debate, and I personally have felt it before. When I talk about things that you can do in your life to reduce your carbon footprint or to reduce your impact on the environment, I've had some backlash in social media circles. You know, telling me, stop focusing on your individual footprint. It's minuscule. It's tiny compared to what the industries are emitting. All the damage that the industries are doing is much, much, much bigger. In comparison, my impact is pretty much zero. So what we need to be doing is we need to be fighting the industries and we need to be fighting for systemic change, change in laws from the government and telling the industries we don't want them polluting the environment. And they're not wrong. They're, they're right. The impact of individual action on the environment is actually very, very, very small. If I stop driving a car, then the reduction in CO2 emissions that the human population is putting into the environment is tiny. Like, you can't even calculate how tiny it is, probably. It's so, so small compared to the entire transportation industry, or the entire agriculture industry, or the entire fossil fuel industry. So, yes, there there is kind of this backlash against people who push for individual action. But there's a reason that I still push for individual action, and I'm going to get a little bit into that later. First, I want to talk about one other entity that pushes for individual action, and that is the fossil fuel industry. 
Yes, that's right. The fossil fuel industry, the ones who are providing you with that gasoline for your car and providing the products that they use to make plastics, they want you to focus on reducing your footprint, reducing your footprint on the planet, specifically your carbon footprint. What? Why, you might ask? Why Why would they want you to reduce your impact? You would think that they would want you to use more gasoline and to use more plastic products. Well, for decades, the fossil fuel industry has used deflection as a tactic. The more they can get you to focus on your footprint, the damage that you are doing to the environment, the less you will be able to focus on them and the less you will be able to put your efforts into fighting them and trying to get them to change. So they want you to be focused as much as you can on yourself. Look at all that damage that you are doing to the environment with the way that you live. You need to change how you live. And that deflects away from all the things that they do that are much, much, much bigger than the things that we do as individuals. Even the idea of the carbon footprint actually came from the fossil fuel industry. They actually pushed that as a tactic to get people to focus more on their individual carbon footprints as opposed to the carbon footprint of the oil industry. The idea that you can calculate how much CO2 you emit into the air, that was a tactic from the oil industry to keep the focus on you and not them. So a lot of hardcore environmentalists recognize this, and they say, no, 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 stop focusing on individual action. We need to protest. We need to push for systemic change. We need to push for the industries to change. If you're focusing on your individual action, you are becoming a victim. You are doing exactly what the fossil fuel industry wants you to do. You have to stop that, and you need to protest. And again, they're right to a certain level. You don't want to let individual action keep you from also knowing who to vote for, what policies to vote for. Don't let your individual action keep you so focused on yourself that you're not also trying to spread the message of the need for systemic change. If you really want to make big changes, we do have to get out there and protest. We need changes in government. We need changes in laws. We need changes in the way that the industry treats the environment, or many different industries treat the environment. You have to become aware of these deflection campaigns from the fossil fuel industry. You have to be aware of the fact that the fossil fuel industry wants you to keep focusing on you and not them. But I think that we also shouldn't try to reflect that blame entirely back onto the, fuel, the fossil fuel industry as an excuse for us not to act as well. Because I think that that's what happens with a lot of environmental activists. They say, oh, the fossil fuel industry is trying to blame me, but it's not my fault. It's the fossil fuel industry's fault. And then they think, well, I don't have to do anything because my impact is so small. It takes the pressure off of themselves, and they end up deflecting back onto the fossil fuel industry. So, yes, our individual impact is minimal. 
But the reason that I also argue for individual action and changes to your individual lifestyle as well is because that, yes, while our impact is minimal when you compare it to the fossil fuel industry, we still live in a way that is not balanced with the planet right now. We live in a way, especially in developed countries, where we use more resources every year than the planet can replenish. We pollute far more than the planet can actually handle. If everyone in the entire world lived like we do in America, we would need five planet Earths to support our lifestyles. Our lifestyles, are not they are not sustainable. The way that we live is, is just filled with too much convenience. Our lives have become too easy at the expense of the planet. And technology is not going to save us here. Sure, we can switch our electricity to renewable sources, and that's great. We absolutely have to do that. We need to change to solar panels and wind power to generate the electricity that we need. But to planet Earth, a solar panel or a wind turbine is still a net negative thing. It takes resources to build. We have to extract resources from the planet. We have to pollute when we make the turbines, when we make the solar panels. When we construct it, we use fossil fuels. We burn fossil fuels to build these things for all our machines and our equipment and, all our, and the electricity. And at the end of its life cycle, we throw it away and it becomes waste that the planet has to deal with. So solar panels and wind turbines are all just a less bad way to make electricity than fossil fuels. It's still bad from the perspective of a planet. We still need to reduce the amount that we use so that we can reduce the amount of wind turbines that we need, so that we reduce the amount of solar panels that we need. We want to build as few of these things as possible. These things are all efficiency improvements. They make electricity in a way that pollutes less and that does um, generates electricity for us in a much, much, much more sustainable way. But it's still net negative when it comes to the planet. We're just doing a polluting thing in a less polluting way. So what do we have to do? And from here out, this is purely my own opinion. This is something that is still hotly debated among a lot of environmentalists, and this is purely my own opinion, what I think about this. To me, there is no right answer to, to this right now. Um, we need every single bit that we can get. We need individual action, but we also need systemic change too. So do it all. Do everything that you can in terms of climate change. Again, in my opinion, systemic change is probably more important than individual action, but it still has some effect. Individual action is small, but the collective action of many can be huge. And when we think about the long-term sustainability of humans on the planet, I think that we need actually 
more individual action than we do almost anything else. We need to learn how to stop expecting so much convenience in our lives. This, this is something that I want to talk about in a future talk. But every time your life gets a little bit more convenient, we pay for it somewhere, usually with more pollution. This is something we're going to talk about later, but think about it this way. If every single person in the world had their own personal supermarket right in front of their house, we would have to do that much more work. We would have to pollute that much more to be sure that we stock every single one of these supermarkets that are in front of everybody's houses. Basically, every time we make people's lives more convenient with more plastic things that you can just throw away, you can use once and just throw away, we create more pollution. We add more pollution to the environment for as the cost of our convenience. So basically, convenience, not the way to go. This is the message that I always come back to. But to me, living sustainably is almost always better. Not just for the planet, but for you. Everyone feels like living less convenient means sacrifice. It means that I have to work harder, and it means that I have to do more. I don't have time for that. I'm busy. But to me, ditching the convenience almost always feels better. It makes me feel like my life has become more independent. It's be it has meant that my life has started to feel more in balance with the environment, but also with the people around me, with my family. When I end up watching less TV because I don't want to use that electricity, I end up talking with my family more. I end up reading more books. I end up doing things that makes my life feel better. I, to me, ditching convenience is just better overall for everything. And that's something that I think I'm going to talk about in another future video, because I think I've gone on long enough about this for now. If you do want to read more about the specifics of how the fossil fuel industry employs deflection, I highly recommend that you check out two books. One is The New Climate War. And the second is Merchants of Doubt. Both of those books are fantastic looks at the different ways that the fossil fuel industry, as well as other industries like the tobacco industry, have tried to deflect a lot of the attention from them onto other people. And to be honest, a lot of it just, it's just so dirty. Their tactics and their strategies for deflecting the attention away from them and back onto you or onto other people are just so dirty and they're so bad. Um, and knowing about it will only make you better off. So definitely go out there and read The New Climate War and Merchants of Doubt. Again, both of which I'll link down in the description below. Thank you guys so much for tuning in today. Be sure to hit the subscribe button in whatever place you guys are tuning in to me uh, into right now. Subscribe to me on YouTube and hit that notification bell so that you can be notified when I go live and you can come and join in the conversation that is going to happen right after this talk. Um, I thank you guys so much for watching and tuning in. Find me on social media in all the places down in the description box below or on the screen. Thanks again so much for watching, guys. And be sure to comment. If you're on YouTube right now, be sure to comment down below and let me know what do you guys think. 
about my take on individual action. If you guys think I'm totally wrong, post it down below. Let's let's get talking about it. Join the conversation either here or in my Reddit subreddit at reddit.com slash r slash live echo l-i-v-e-e-c-o live echo thank you guys so much again for tuning in take care everybody eugene and verdant growth out